It's a fact you're not here. You ain't even real, but you still bring me fear. You make my bones so tired that my soul stands up. But now I'm starting to need to bleed to fill this cup. It's like I'm starting to need to bleed to fill this cup. Oh. Hi, everybody, and. Welcome back to the Working Wing Podcast, a podcast where every week we watch an episode of The West Wing, or several episodes, as the case may be, and break it down from our own unique perspective. My name is Tim Schultz, and joining me as always, my dear friend, longtime debate partner, and a man who makes, uh, <laughs> makes Vladimir Lenin look like Marjorie Taylor Greene, Killian Collins. Thank you, Tim. Good to be here this week, and we have number episode number eight of the first season called Enemies, and I, this, this, this title got me excited because I thought there was going to be some real intense fights about this, but um, yeah, we'll get right into it. I guess. It's about enemies more than two killed Not more than used to. <laughs> I just thought you should know that, yeah, know. that you and I talk about enemies more than we used to. I, I was thinking about that a little bit after the episode. I, I think I have a little bit more to say about it than I, than I, than I did, than I, than I used to say about it. You know? Okay. <laughs> so, so um, yeah, I'll get I'll get right into the recap. Um, so we start out with uh, jo- Josh in the Oval Office, and he's calling he's calling uh, President Bartlett a big old nerd, while uh, Bartlett rambles on about national parks and yeah, just very uninteresting. Yeah, kind of like cruel and unusual behavior yes. from the president here. Cruel and unusual punishments, and yeah, just kind of like it, it kind of get like Bill Cosby, watch me. Vibes. <laughs> I, I kind of get that. Wait, here. wait. Sorry, no. I'm. <laughs> we might delete this later, but I'm going to need some context. So um, context about. Okay, so Bill Cosby uh, supposedly. Bill Cosby used to have like has all these like weird kind of power moves he does with people. Where like if you if you're like if you come in here to like meet Bill Cosby, he has already has his whole entourage around with him, and like they call him Doctor and stuff, and they kind of like worship like the ground he walks on. They just basically talk him up the whole time. Okay. And like I mean you're using present tense, so I assume this is back from that, yeah, 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 back, back before it was yeah, yeah. Um anyway, he would um like supposedly like allegedly like he would like make people watch him eat. Like they wouldn't be he wouldn't offer them to eat anything, but like he would like make them like watch him eat a sandwich and like make like you know, do all these uncomfortable things that are just like yeah, out that, of social it, context, but just like that is- I got yeah, that is um no, no, Bartlett's not exactly that. Isn't like, there like a thing isn't there like an online trend called like mukbangs or something where like the whole thing is you just like like I, I swear this is a thing this is a thing I, I heard about through like a uh a D and D uh show I watched uh last year. But like it's a thing where like streamers just eat and then like thousands of people at a time will just like tune in to watch them eat. Yeah, I think I've seen and heard of that. I, I think I heard about one guy who was like, there was like this one kind of. Flip. It's like a, yeah, it's like called a mukbang. It's like a Korean word. I think that's kind of where it might be. I'm not started. sure if these guys were on Twitch or they were streaming, but like I saw like a YouTube thing where these these guys were like streaming themselves eating stuff, and like you could apparently someone was getting murdered in their building. You could like hear the screams oh, of them like screaming. See, yeah, where I'm just like, and like these people are just like eating shit, like burping, like. <laughs> The fries are pretty good, and it's just like someone's gonna like. Ah! 
<laughs> like it's like wow, like wow, like holy fuck, like this is a decaying society type of shit. <laughs> All right, well, back to enemies. Yeah, back you. back to West Wing. Um, we then cut to Leo at breakfast with his daughter, um, Mallory, and uh, they're talking about they're talking about family and like why is why is why is wife left? And Mallory's saying like yeah, you should return her phone calls, and and Leo's like well you know. Uh, you know, I offered her these tickets and she's not responding, which is an obvious lie because she, because, you know, if if he had actually talked to her and asked what she was doing, then he would have offered her the tickets. She yeah. Said yes. Um, well, no, I think, I think he did ask her if she wanted the tickets, but like, does they continually say they take shots at, at, at the poor Beijing opera uh, throughout this entire show? Oh, yeah. So I imagine the conversation was like, uh, do you want these opera tickets? And she was like, oh, no, I'm busy. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, 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 I guess. Maybe maybe he just, maybe he just, maybe it was just like a quick message of just like, hey, you want the opera tickets, not not asking how she's doing. Yeah, not exactly. To make, not trying to make that connect. Yeah, they, I think they kind of paint, paint Leo as that kind of a guy who's all business, none, none of the emotional shit. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, gets on the brass tacks. Um, Mallory says, to the, yeah, that Leo should call her, and they kind of have father-daughter banter. Uh, Bartlett then tells CJ that they passed the banking bill. Uh, yeah, Leo's congratulated uh, at their breakfast by a congressman about the banking bill passing. And I kept going back because I'm like, what's in this banking bill? I, apparently all I know about it is it's good for Democrats. Well, no, I mean, it, it, the win is good for Democrats. Yes. Uh, yeah, I think... I think Everyone in this case, everyone in this in this show, at least, makes the case that's good for like your, the common man. Yeah, so, I mean, I I didn't get any glimpse of that till Mandy, till yeah. Mandy was talking about it. Like, well, mostly all I heard is that like it was a it was a dub for Democrats. So, yeah, that that that's that's what I was getting at. Uh, the VB tries to lead a cabinet meeting until President Bartlett walks in and basically just bitch slaps him around. Yeah, it's really yeah, it was weird. Like I always remember it as like. I don't know. I didn't remember it as being like that fucking awkward the way the president behaved sort of that. Yeah, it, made it's just kind of like bratty behavior. It really is. Yeah, he was being a brat. There's a lot of like just like like entitled white dudes acting like brats in this show. Yeah, it is. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, no, no, like yeah, like Bartlett. Yeah, white dudes acting like brats with like I have this much power over you. I can do this. Did you know I can do this over you? And people being like, well, that that's ridiculous. Why why are you stopping? This? Yeah, <laughs> type of shit. Um, yeah, yeah. I remember this part. One one thing is, no, no nothing significant that Barlow was really saying. Barlow was just pushing him around a lot. Uh, Toby and Sam were talking about the decline of Sam's writing. Uh, Josh cuts, comes in and says he's anxious about the baking bill passing. He's been hearing things. Uh, CJ and uh, Danny Flirtbait or Danny Flirtbait. Uh, have a little scene. He's asking her out. She's too busy to have dinner. She actually is. Uh, VP tells uh, the VP. The VP goes to Toby about. Uh, oh no no no! The VP is. Uh, we get like all these scenes of the VP talking to the press all the time, giving them little like tidbits of like oh. And then this guy said this. There was one little bit he was talking to the press where he was essentially talking about Toby's insider trading without mentioning any names like that. But I was, oh, I didn't even catch that. No, he essentially he was just. What what he was talking about, like it was just like, well, this one guy had a friend, and you know, and then all of a sudden he mentioned the he mentioned this company, and the company stock just went up a whole, like a whole bunch in a couple of weeks. You know, next thing you know, 
Next, and, and that's the, and let's let you folks know that the internet is a is a real thing now. People take it seriously. That that's what the whole like oh right loop of right the story right was. But like, I just because Horns probably has his own stocks in like whatever company Toby uh <laughs> right <laughs> Toby right. is invested in. Like I mean, at first I was thinking like, is this like a little like you know like you know shots fired thing? Like oh no 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 no, no. he's in on like the first edition of of this universe's PayPal or whatever. Yes. Yeah. He's he's heavily invested with Elon Musk and Peter Thiel. Yes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for sure. For sure. He'll he'll be joining the forward party. Soon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Mallory uh, asked to see Sam about. Asked Sam to see the opera with her that, uh, you know, the tickets that uh, Leo's wife did not want. Uh, Sam says that, says, uh, since there is no sex available, uh, since there is no sex being offered, that he will definitely go. Yeah. Because, <laughs> you know, that, that that's Sam's thing is, you know. He loves hanging out with women when he can't have sex with them. Yes. As far as we know, that is Sam's fetish. When he shouldn't even be really seen with them. Right. To be honest with you. Like, when it's right, he only likes women. That are sexually unavailable and a huge problem for him personally and professionally. Right, like that's that's his that's his <laughs> that's his whole thing. <laughs> no, Sam, I can't. No, Mom, I can't bring a nice Jewish girl home. You know, she's just not problematic enough. Okay, oh, there is no chance in hell Sam Seaborn is Jewish. No, I mean, I'm just saying that like that man be, that, that would that would be a safe bet. That man is a hundred percent wasp. Well, yeah, Tim, I'm not saying I'm not. Wait, 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 would the nice George girl From be problematic for, for for his career and all that? No. Right, that's all I'm saying. That's all I'm getting at. I, 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 you know, that, I'm I, saying I, his mama, his mama wants, oh, his mom his mom the, wants a nice Anglican girl. That's yeah, all she I'm does. Saying. She does want a nice Anglican girl. She's like, well, you could fine. But you're 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 right, Tim. You know, my Mama Sammy going up. She's like, son, when you gonna bring home a nice Anglican girl? When you gonna bring home a nice Saxony woman? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> that's how like, that's how that's how white ladies and uh, uh, well, that's where the term that's where like the, bring when are you gonna bring him a nice Jewish? It's like that that kind of Italian like Italian New York thing, like you know that that type of thing. But you know it's we're, we're yeah because you know obviously we had we spent so much time in New York. Grew up oh there. yeah, we know that we, we know, know we know. We know all the lingo and cultural politics of New York. Oh, sure. definitely. We've I mean, I watched it. Law and Order a lot when I was thirteen. And so. if, yeah, and Dick Wolf, like you know, breathes <laughs> New York through yeah. his writing to anyone who has like whether you've been there for a week or you've been there. For a week. But all this is staying in the podcast. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm not going to cut any of this. No, uncut. <laughs> uh, but yes, uh, Sam accepts the date to go to to go on the Beijing Opera. Date. Uh, Sam and CJ are talking in Leo's office. CJ asks for help with the press. Uh, she's told to kick sand, basically. Sam brings up Mallory taking him to the opera. Uh, also, basically, Leo kind of is like, yeah, I'm going to make you kick sand one way or another. <laughs> um, the, we cut to the VP talking to CJ, and she asks, and, uh, she asks about uh, what dirt that Danny may have, uh, what, what dirt Danny may be talking about, or or who is in a, or who is the person in the cabinet meeting who's giving out leaks to the press? Uh, VP shuts her down and says that he doesn't know anything about the leaks. Josh brings up uh, Josh brings up the environmental poison pill to uh, in in the he brings up the environmental poison pill and the banking bill. Uh, cut to CJ briefing the press, and they bring up the land use rider uh, part of the banking. I'm not sure if it's part of the banking bill. But and but anyway, they they bring they bring up a, the land use rider act, which is which is apparently a way for them apparently a way for them to get rid of like the Federal Reserve in Montana, 
Well, um, no, not not the Federal Reserve. It's a reserve piece of land. Oh, uh, they want to strip line. Strip, Big Sky Montana is like an area of like I, I think it's like a beautiful mountain or something. The, Big I'm sure it was also historically important to the Native Americans of that region, but that never gets mentioned here. Um, but yeah, like uh, they they wanted to strip mine it and and shit. Okay, uh, so so a strip mining bill, so, so so something the banking bill to like screw up the environment. Yeah, for strip mining. Okay, okay, okay. Anyway, uh, yeah, that catches Sam off guard, and she's all shaken, shooken up by it. And then she runs back. She 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 ends the press conference right there. And then uh, Danny Danny Flirtbait decides to follow her and like keep, yeah, pressing, I, I, keep pressing her for a I date. Had, there was there, yeah, there was something there was something kind of gross here. Yeah. Like D- Danny is charming enough, but like yeah, the fact that he like pursues this woman into an area that he should not have access to, and then she makes it clear that like I want Danny gone, and everyone else is like, oh no, it's fine that Danny's here. Even though, like, she's the fucking press secretary. It's like, yeah, don't worry, he's into you. It's yeah, like, don't... <laughs> TJ, like, just say yes to him. Stop being a bitch. <laughs> she's, she's like, guys, like, guys, no, no, I don't want him here. Yeah. Like, I have shit to that, do. Yeah, it was kind of gross. Yeah, yeah d- definitely. It would not fly today. We then have a meeting with uh, with Sam and Josh. Um, I, they're talking to the president about about the, about the this uh, this poison pill with the land use writer. Sam says to basically just swallow it. You have a good enough bill. You can go with it. You can go with it at that point. Josh says, "No, this is like retaliation from Republicans. You can't let this stand." Yeah, we, we, we need. But that's a bad precedent. Since bad precedent, we don't know. We don't negotiate with terrorists yes. and that kind of thing. Yeah, that, that type of thing. Uh, Toby agrees with them, and they kind of duke it out. Yeah, honestly, some like just some like like fiery disagreement. Like Sam and Josh were going at at each other. Which is not something we've seen very much. No, not in, really. In like policy debate uh, thus far. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't. Necessarily, yeah, I don't. I don't see that a whole lot. Either. But honestly, I, the thing is, too, is I was like, yeah. Like, I, I also like it too because it's like I, I, I see good points. Yeah. I see good points on each side. Yeah. Which is like the type of debate I really like, where I'm, where I get, I get, where I start to get a little like, ah, where, where should I really go? Right. Yeah, I can honestly say what the right answer is. Like, obviously, no. you can't destroy this big, beautiful mountain. I would have to say how good, like, how bad this banking bill really is, or how good it really is. Because if it's like, if it's something that's really especially good, by the by, how much these guys are all considering to be a win, it's good enough that I don't think that they're really good. right. So I'd probably, if I was in their shoes, I'd probably be more upset. But granted, if I knew more about this as like a, as like a person myself, and it's like you know, supposedly this this is good for the working people because that's that's because then we cut to Mandy and she's trying to talk to she's trying to talk about the the banking bill with Josh and he's trying to compel him and he's just saying like, yeah, like there's all these things I can run with. She basically names off a, a couple of things from a PR perspective that she can run with. Well, somebody, I, you remember better than I do. So. Like, you know, like, 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 stop, like stopping, the, something about stopping deposits. Yeah, and, it was like no more unnecessary like holds on deposits. It okay. was something about credit. I don't even remember. The, but yeah, there were like three things that she mentioned that were good for working people. Yeah. Yeah, essentially things, and, and and that's the thing is that like I was kind of taking that grain of salt of like, oh well, she's a PR person. She's kind of just running up like, what can I run? With? Yeah. And she was even bringing up of like, yes, I know this is a poison pill. I know this is a poison pill in this too. I'm willing to acknowledge it as a scam, and like use it and uses and rally that. I'm like, all right, like, you know, she's she, she's not like right. She's not she's not uh 
she she's not just willing to like submit to all of it, and she's willing to call she's willing to call balls and strikes. Yeah, for um, sure. Yeah, and, and Josh feels slapped around, and you know, not willing to negotiate with Terrace. Uh, we cut to Charlie asking Sam, asking Sam for uh, a favor for uh, writing this. Uh, basically, they gave Charlie. Well, to no, actually, actually, yeah. Um, I want to correct you only because I have. Um, I know, but Sam or Charlie brings it to Leo. Oh, he does. And okay. then Leo, Leo tells. He first tells Charlie, "Oh, just just give it to a staffer. They'll they'll take care of it." Gotcha. And then he's like, "Oh, wait, no, give it to Sam." And then there's just a subtle little look on John Spencer's face as uh as as Charlie walks away, like just a, like a little like split second of like of like sly smile before he turns Tells. away. That it, it's so subtle. Like this I, is, right I, I have like three different notes uh in here that are just calling out. The magnificent John Spencer, may he rest in peace, uh, for for his subtle act. I mean, that's what the sh- the show does have a lot of for it. It's just like little subtle smile after, after yeah, something badass or entertaining. Um, oh, I think the other yeah the the first one I had uh, we already passed, but when uh, Sam goes to tell Leo that he uh, is taking Mallory out that night. Oh yeah, and, and then he walks away, and then uh, Leo is just at his desk, and he's like. It's, it's great. I wasn't allowed to talk about that. Where it's that, that type of you don't have to pay attention to any of the dialogue to know what's going on. Yeah. You have to, you have to look, just look at the acting. After that, after uh, Leo passes that task off to, uh, to Sam, uh, we go to Mandy, and she's trying to compel Toby about the... about the Mandy is trying to compel Toby about the banking bill. And Mandy's looking at it from a PR perspective. And Mandy kind of tells... You know, Toby's Toby's like somewhat willing to listen a, a little bit. He, he's kind of more willing to just move on and say fuck. Yeah, like he's like basically just trying to bog him down to be like it's it's, it's worse to fight. Me. Right. Um. Mandy then tells TJ about um. Well, T- CJ CJ. CJ approaches Mandy and she asks her about how to get da- Danny off her back. She says, "Well, yeah, tell tell him to meet like make a meeting with the president." I'll, I'll get the monkey off your back. Right. right. I kind of don't... CJ comes off as pretty dumb in, in, in this little sequence, yes. too. It's just a thing that's constantly on my radar of, like, she doesn't follow the pretty basic political point that Mandy is making. And then she, the press secretary, needs to ask Mandy's help for advice on how to deal with a reporter. When the solution is literally just offer him an interview with the president. Yeah, like, she's which is the like, press like you're the press secretary. That's literally like 90% of your job. I feel like Sam should be asking these yeah. questions because like he seems like like it, and in the pilot episode he kind of seemed like that newcomer yeah. type where it's like, "Oh, you're a call girl? I didn't look this up about you right away." Like, "Oh my god." Well, yeah. Also, this was the 90s before people had had fucking smartphones. Oh, that that is true. You that, can't just yeah. I, 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 you I, can't I, just go on your uh, call girl Washington D.C. call girl uh, website <laughs> to find your uh, the girl you just met at the bar. Yeah, yeah. I, I guess Open Secrets wasn't quite on uh, wasn't quite on the internet yeah. yet. So I I don't think you can go like go and see which which of your colleagues are taking what pack money from where. <laughs> um. Yeah. Yeah. So after um, after CJ looks kind of dumb for a bit, we cut to Sam uh, handing in that tap. Uh, yeah, Sam uh, write, writes up that uh, that birthday message and the president, and the president tells him to make another draft for him. Mallory shows up for the date, and he is bogged down in work. He tells her to wait half an hour. 
CJ, yeah, half an hour. CJ talks to to D- Danny D. He offers a meeting. He accepts. They have a little tiffle tuffle about who was the leak, and he says like, if you fire anyone, then I'm definitely gonna leak out a bunch of shit. Yeah. Um, Mallory, Mallory gives Sam a bunch of shit for writing for writing the birthday message and rewrite redrafting and rewriting it, and then she go goes off and yells at her dad. Yeah. I give we give Sam a lot of shit. He's absolutely right. Mallory does look fantastic. Yeah, she does. Oh uh, yeah, she does. Yeah, she does look fantastic. Toby is uh, ready to move on with the with the bill. Josh wants Josh is still wanting to kill it. CJ tells the president that uh, she she gave him a sit down interview. His little tantrum is having like more annoyance than uh, than he expected. I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Sam is still swamped with writing this fucking birthday message, yeah. which I was like, I, I know, I know, I know. You were kind of like tired of this, uh, I just I, 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 and it doesn't, yeah, it doesn't serve that much. But I did, like, I've been trying to write a lot more lately. I've been trying to like write every day uh, for like the past couple weeks, and uh, Sam's like, nope, and like throwing the the notebook. It really do be like that. It does. And, well, you're like, so, oh, yeah, I have it now. I'm, I'm going to get like, you know. You get like 700 words out. It's going to be great. And then you just, as soon as you start, it's like, nope, or nothing. Great fucking wall. You can't do shit. Yeah, Bartlett, Bartlett uh, comes in the room after Mallory is uh, berating Leo. Oh, right, yeah. And uh, Leo lists off, well, Bartlett lists off everything Leo does does in the day of just like funding the U.S. Army and meeting with this guy, that guy. But at the end of the day, he's your father. <laughs> Um, well, you took you took issue with with this scene too, right? I, I mean, a, a little. I mean, it was just one of those kind of like the president rambles, and you're expected to listen, right? But I think he he did have a point. It's it's a point that they've already kind of made, but it's that like you really can't have a personal life and do this job. the The fallacy this show operates under the the the, the fantasy world that we're in is that this is like actually a long term job. The truth is, no chief of staff, other than I think um, maybe Dick Cheney, one of the times he was chief of staff. Yeah. Um, but like, they usually last eighteen months. Yeah. Maybe two years at a stretch. But it's basically like a temp assignment. Yeah. It's like a you tell your loved ones, "I'm just going to be unavailable for these next like fifteen to eighteen months." You definitely know the cast of the West Wing a lot better than you know, like any any like White House staff, really. They, 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 like this is a is a stronger, more intimate uh, cast by knowing right. each other. I mean, yeah, they've already been they've been in office for over a year at this point yeah. uh, in the show, and that's already longer than the average White House staffer stays at their post. Like they would have had like two, three Charlies. Yeah, exactly. Oh, and multiple Charlies, multiple Sams. Yeah. Toby would be gone by now. Yeah. <laughs> Leo would be on his way out. Yeah, probably. They'd all they'd all be banking vice presidents or fellows at the Brookings Institute at this point. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, yeah, you're right, you're right. Um, yeah, but yeah, it was just one of those, you just one of those like Bartlett speeches that are just a little like a little preachy. Yeah, part, part, that I that I, you know, and it's like I understand the president's the actor of the group, but it was it was a little. Uh, it was it was. Well, yeah, well, I let's, think it was, was even like deliberately so. Yeah, yeah. Um, I just have a note. Sometimes the show needs more swearing, and it's not every character. But like when Mar- when when Mallory like storms in there, and she's like talking to Leo, and then Leo is like getting angry back at her. Yeah, like that is a scene that needed more swearing. That needed some f bombs. That needed some 
I think it's some like some like fucking classic like I think they're Chicagoans. I think you learned that later that they're from Chicago. But you needed some of that like Midwestern swearing in that. You rat bastard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that would that be fair. Um yeah, so yeah, yeah. Leo starts berate starts berating Leo, Sam. Um I got distracted at the end there because I noticed there was a big DEA hat on behind Sam on it in his office. <laughs> <laughs> Where I'm like, oh shit! Like, writing like positive, like you know, probably writing some positive speech about the DA about like how they're doing such a great job, you know. I don't know, or maybe just a you know, hat he got for the DA. Yeah, you know, still free swag, free swag, you know. Um, I have like multiple Amazon hats and multiple Rustoleum hats and multiple uh, multiple hats from when I wear Dick Kroger. Like, I don't wear any of that shit, but a free hat is a free hat. Yeah, I, I guess so. I guess so. I mean, and the thing is, is I, I guess your worst hit. Well, no, I, I don't think you're because like you're you're just a working person that has to work for a shitty corporation. Yeah, you know? and I would like to like stop that for anyone else. Where it's like, yeah, it's anyone else. Like, if you have to work at McDonald's, you have to like do any of this. Like, you have to do any of these like horrible jobs for a bad corporation. That does not make you a bad person. I like to get like I, that's one thing about. It's not like a leftist or rightist thing. It's just like a it's overall society thing. Yeah. Where it's just like if you work if you work these type of jobs, you are less of a person. When it's just like, no, like, I, 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 even if you're, like, working, like, let's say you have to work for, like, a call center. Like, in the good place, you know, Kristen Bell has to work for that call center. Yeah. And she's, like, and it, like, that's one of those things that makes her a bad person. But it's, like, well, that, no, is, that uh, doesn't necessarily make you a bad person. Because the company's no, working no, off no, old no, people. No, 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 no. Yeah, that's, that's different. A little in my bit. opinion. A little bit. That's, that, like, because she's not just working in a call center where she's, she's doing like, a good job you know, at a call center. No, 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 no. This is not a call center. She's not, she, call center is, I typically think of it as like, you're responding to calls coming in. She was a salesperson. She was cold she calling, was selling, she yes. was cold calling old people and defrauding them of their money. She wasn't just like sitting there answering customer service. She's, she's, she's working for a shitty company, Tim. I mean, like, it's like, yeah, that's what it is. Like, I, like with Amazon, it like destroys small businesses. Like, it's like, yes, Tim, it's like, what our bosses do with the money? No, but I'm saying, I'm saying, I think there's a different degree of like activity, and and like, I don't think a person who like even if you're working for a shitty company, that, if you're that working makes for you if you're that. working for like a debt collector, fuck you. What do you even do? Everyone just stop working for debt collectors. Tim, they got to pay the bills too. Tim, go like, find somewhere else to work. I, Tim, 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 I, I, Tim, I, I think it's, I don't think it's a great job either. But I don't think we should just be like. Yeah, fuck you. You're a bad person until I, like I, like you're a bad person until you do that. It's like yeah, I Tim. I wish I wish we. I wish they they like all all the workers of debt collectors would just go on strike and not come back. Like I would. I do wish that be the case, but they're not gonna do it. Like I mean, I, I'm not, unless like unless you want to work for them and organize the labor, which I, I I'm not trying to do either. I'll admit to you that. If, and if any of you debt collectors out there like would like to organize them to do that. Go fucking at it. Work uh, hey, lose my, lose my number and don't ever fucking call me, okay? <laughs> you are, I won't answer a call from y'all, so don't you worry. So you don't worry about me either. I'm, I'm that guy that goes to voicemail, and the voicemail's full. <laughs> anyway, Tim, uh, the VP goes to Bartlett's office to basically hash out uh, what the fuck happened in that cabinet. This yeah. Uh, Bartlett basically kind of like shrugs him off and is like, well, yeah, you, should, you shouldn't have pissed me off during, like after the primary. You shouldn't have made me beg for your support. Right. And, and that's essentially all we get down to is VP's like, well, I, I gave you the South, which is funny to me because it's just like there's these little elements that are like, oh, he's a Southerner, like Al Gore. But it's also like, 
yeah, Al Gore would like never confront the president ever, ever in his life. So I mean, that is one of those like artistic. Do we know that? I'm not sure. I'm not sure. To, I can't see a confrontation going like that. Because like the thing about it is like the vice president is an inherently invisible position. No, he totally is. But, but like, we, and we have no clue like what actually goes on between the vice president and the president. That's true, but I only base that off of like how Al Gore is reacting in the 2000s to to his political opponent who did pretty much steal the election. Yeah. So and it's like yeah, if that's like the way he confronts the most important fight in his life, I I really can't imagine how he would take Well, like, I don't know cuz like no, it's 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 the job of a presidential candidate is to like fight, right? Right. But the job of the vice president is the opposite. It's your job to be invisible and not make emotion. Commotion. Yeah. Which is why it was so scandalous, the idea that Hoynes would have leaked this whole cab- past cabinet dust up to the press. Yeah, of, of having the co-pilot. Right. Of having the supposed co-pilot. Right. And we see, like, these the fights show. on the show. In the universe, no one in the world of the West Wing knows that the vice president and the president don't like each other. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you only know that by being by being part of the audience. So, yeah. yeah. Or by being Danny can get. Yes. <laughs> yeah, Mandy. Cut to Mandy telling Josh that he's fighting... But he's finding the wrong fights for the wrong reasons. And uh, I have a... <laughs> no, I'm sorry. Sorry to bad track. I keep... Right. I keep but, uh... <laughs> this is stupid. I'll probably cut it. My note for the president and Hoyne scene is... Uh, this is like a... Uh, like, after a BDSM scene that, like, went wrong. <laughs> 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 you shouldn't have made me beg, John. <laughs> should have made so- me back. <laughs> I gave you the South. Should have made me back for it. <laughs> you wanted the South, and I- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, I mean if it's. <laughs> I, was, I just saw that joke. It was so stupid. I had to. That joke was so stupid. I had to. Pick that. Hey, it's fine. It, it it fits within theme, in my opinion. Um. Anyway, Josh takes that. Josh takes man takes Mandy's advice. Uh, Donna t- t- says something about something about antiquated. Something about something's antiquated. Yeah, the and then Josh system is antiquated. Oh, light bulb moment. Yeah, yeah. Josh has a light bulb moment. And thinks it's Josh then runs to the president, and tells him about the Antiquities Act, which is apparently some act that gives the president the power to make any bit of land a national. So, president jumped at the jumped at that jumped at the at the thought of that and said like, okay, I can do that. Oh, sweet. So. That's what we're gonna do to like to counter that. Yeah. Then they get everything that they want. Right. So, da 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 da. I don't like. What is there any other scene after that? And it's just Josh follows Bartlett outside to the uh, veranda oh, yeah. and says, "We talked about enemies." Yeah. He you know, stops him before he goes Stop home. Mr. President, talk about enemies more than. I thought you should know that, sir. Well, and and I was thinking about like a couple of things with that. Like, at first I thought of, like, the, oh, that old thing about, like, you know, with the old thought of Roman history, where it's like, well, yeah, once they stop being at war with each, with, with all these other major powers, they were at war with themselves. And I was thinking, I thought, then I thought about, too, like, well, Josh was mostly just fighting amongst his own staff, who were, like, were kind of coming to the same conclusion. And, like, he, and he, but, but the thing is, at the end of the day, he still found the solution. That he right. And, well, and there was that whole thing of, like, Mandy was like, you get the president this do stuff. Like, the fact that you, the fact that you get so hyped to, like, fight back when people fuck with you gets the president all fucked up, uh, all hyped to fight. 
Yeah. Yeah. I think he was just trying to do his best to like put everyone in, you know. Make sure, make sure. the reins on, on all of that combativeness. Make sure we're all making the shifts here in the right direction. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and that has to happen when everyone's on the same page and everyone's going in the same direction. When there's no saboteurs on the ship. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, and, and, that, and that's fair. But, like, yeah. So, you know, I, I guess there was, there was some relevance to it again, the more I thought about it. But, you know, overall, still, still better than Mr. Willis. Still better than Mr. Yeah, Willis definitely. of Ohio. Way better than that. Where Toby's not in love with that guy. I, I, I'm re- I know I'm resurrecting it again. But like, <laughs> I just can't get over that love story that Toby has with that guy who, yeah. who never got a vote. Actually, there was one more thing I had to say about Mr. Willis. <laughs> uh, well, it's just um, <laughs> Richard Schiff's line reading of the line uh, when he's like asking for the Constitution. Uh-huh. And he's like, someone find me a copy of co- Constitution. So if you can't find one here, check on Amazon.com. And I will, I have, since I saw this show like 10 years ago, I have always remembered his, his the way he reads Amazon.com. Yeah, that's, that, that's, that's pretty. <laughs> Which is like, I think this has to be one of the earliest like televised mentions of uh, Our Dear Overlord. Yeah. Our Dear Overlord. Oh, I forgot to mention the uh, one other part of uh, this episode. Um. At the end, when we see the president, before Josh walks in and tells him about the Antiquations Act, uh, to- uh, Charlie... Oh, yes! yes. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yes, thank you, Kelly. Yeah, no problem. I, I uh, yes, yes. The look on Dulé, the look in Dulé Hill's eye. There are murder in those eyes. He was ten seconds away from taking the swing. Well, and that's the thing I love. The body language is like, I'm bored, but the, the, eyes. the eyes, the eyes were like, I'm about to like, I, I'm like it was just going through like, like, the way he's going to hide the body. Yeah, it's like, how <laughs> like, do I get away with why is it? Why What's is my it? exit strategy after I kill this old man? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> he's not thinking of the president. He's thinking about this old bastard who's torturing yeah. him. Like, <laughs> it's so good. It was so good. Like, a fine bit of acting from there. Yeah. From oh, oh, also, the, the, the last, my third and final John Spencer shout-out. Yes. Uh, when he said, all right, let's go ask Sam. Again, just the look in his face. Like, it's it's so... It's so simple, but so great. That's what it's all about. <laughs> all right, I think I think I think we, that that about filled up uh, what enemies was. Yeah, that was enemies, uh, and that was the eighth episode. Eighth episode of the no, this is the seventh episode. Our 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 counts are no longer even. They are ever they are ever for our the counts between episodes of the West Wing and episodes of our prog, our podcast. Oh, yeah. forever tainted by Mr. Willis of Ohio. Oh, it is. It so is. that was the seventh episode of The Working Wing. Yeah, and the eighth episode of The of the West Wing. Of The West Wing. Okay, good. Thank you all, regardless, so much for listening. Uh, and if you have listened, we would love to hear from you. You can reach out to us at our email address. It's The Working Wing. It's workingwingpod <laughs> at gmail.com. Killian just needed to remember how to read there. Yeah. Or join the conversation on Reddit at r slash uh, We'd like to thank some friends of ours for their generous contributions to the show. First of all, to James Kunka for the use of our theme song, Back on Our Feet. You can check out that song and all of James's work at jameskunka.bandcamp.com. We also need to thank our friend Jennifer Much for designing our awesome, based, super cool look. You can see more of her work and contact her for all your design needs at jennifermuch.com. I think that's all for us, so until next time, 
keep working. Keep on working. Back on my feet there.